0: The following content is brought to you by Mr. Fister, Orange Thunder, Eric Smith and Abigail 13. This is episode 599 of Nintendo Switchcraft. Yeah, 599. Can you believe it? I can't believe it. Only one episode away from 600. I think that this is as good a time to stop as any. So this is the let no, I'm just kidding. It's not the last episode of Switchcraft. I can't stop talking about this stuff. It's always fun to talk about. Now, this particular episode... Look, I've said this a million times. It's going to be a short episode. (laughs) And every time that I say that, it turns out that I was wrong and I have more to say about a subject than I thought that I did. But this is going to be a short episode. What am I talking about on this episode? Well, Capcom is pretty bullish on Monster Hunter Rise. I have finally played the demo for Pikmin 3 Deluxe. I've played the demo for Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. And I've played the demo for Control, which last episode, I didn't even realize that that was a demo. I think I mentioned that it should be, and it is. Um, you to know, talk about my experiences with those, and that's pretty much it. There's not a lot of Nintendo news today. Uh, so... I think that episode 599 is going to be a short episode. If you didn't know, I've got other shows. What other shows do you have, Bill? Well, I've got 143 Pixels. It is a show about games we love, and uh, each episode I have a friend that comes onto the show, and we talk about uh, whatever game they want to talk about. If you haven't checked that out yet, go to 143pixels.com. That's 143pixels.com, and check out the show. I also have another show called StadiaCast. It's a podcast about Google Stadia. Google Stadia, if you are unaware, is a... Um, it, it's a basically it's a free console. That's the part that a lot of people don't understand. It is, a, it is a free console in the cloud. So if you want to play, you know, Doom Eternal or Baldur's Gate 3 or Orcs Must Die 3 or whatever game that happens to be on Stadia that you are looking for and you don't have the hardware to run it, well, you can play on Stadia. You don't have to buy the console. You don't have to buy anything except for the game, and then you just play it in a browser. Works really, really well. Uh, if you want to check that out, that is, uh, again, Stadia Cast, and wherever you're listening to this, you can just type in Stadia Cast and listen to that. Uh, I bring that up for two reasons. A... Yeah, I'm going to go with letters. Um, a... I'm going I'm about to have Mike and I'm hoping that I pronounce his name correctly Krahulik. Uh if you don't know who Mike is, he is the artist for pennyarcade.com. You know, the 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 team that made Pax Penny Arcade Expo, yeah, those guys. Uh so I'm going to have Mike on an episode of Stadiacast that's coming up soon. We're recording sometime next week and I wanted everybody to know about it. The second reason that I uh, wanted to talk about Stadia for a moment is because it's a it's a free console in the cloud. I'm playing these games on Google Stadia, like Doom Eternal and Baldur's Gate 3, etc. Um, uh, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. I haven't played that yet. I got a review copy uh, in the mail today. And uh, I play these games on a console. It's not really a console. It's a server blade at Google someplace, right? So I have a lot of experience playing games in a cloud environment. Games where the hardware is not accessible by me. It is streaming from somewhere else. And the reason I'm bringing all of this up is because I have played the control demo on Nintendo Switch. And I have to say... Uh, Well, first off, if you didn't know, um, Control is not running on the Nintendo Switch. Like, if you go and you download the Control demo, it's not running on the Nintendo Switch. It is running somewhere on a machine in the cloud, and then it is being streamed to you. Which is just magic. It's magic. So, I I played the Control demo, and I have to say, Control... (laughs) Controls. Um, the controls feel tight. Like it didn't feel like there was any latency, which is, I know a big thing that a lot of people were worried about, um, when it came to Google Stadia, turns out latency, really not that big of a deal. If you've got fast enough internet, I have pretty damn fast internet at my house. Well, okay. There's a lot of people who have way faster internet than I do, but for where I live, I have, uh, well, I pay a lot for Fast internet because I'm a streamer and uh, I need to have a high upload speed. You can't have a high upload speed without paying a bunch of money because uh, you know internet uh, service providers in my country are just a bunch of dirt balls. If you ask me, if you happen to own an ISP in my country and you're not a dirt ball, feel free to let me know uh, and I will issue you personally an apology. Now. Playing Control on the Nintendo Switch worked really, really well. I I have to say that I expected the graphics to look better, like the character. First off, when you load the game up, they give you an option of doing a better frame rate or a better graphics. I went for better graphics because I just really wanted to see how it would would work. And I, I haven't played much of the game. But what I noticed is the main character, the lady that you play as... She doesn't look very good. Like her texture looks really kind of muddy, and I expected the graphics to be a lot better than they were. Now that being said, uh, I did walk into like this one room in the bureau, and there was a like an American flag hanging on the or from the wall, and you could see its reflection uh, in the floor, and I saw a weird. I saw an article about ray tracing, and I don't know if that's ray tracing or not. But I would expect that if it were, that it would look better. This game just doesn't look very good to me. Uh, And I expected... It's not a super old game either. Like, it's it's fairly new. Uh, I think it came out last year or the year before. So it's not a super old game. I just expected Control to be a prettier game than it was on Nintendo Switch. Now, I have no idea what resolution I was getting. Maybe they were sending me a 720p signal. I have no idea. There's no way for me to be able to tell. Uh, I haven't played Control on any other platform. So, again, I don't know what the game should look like. Uh, But it just didn't look that great. But and this is the big but, Um, it it played beautifully, and what that tells me is that it is perfectly possible to stream games on Nintendo Switch. It is 100% possible. I was a little worried about whether or not it would work too well, uh, considering the the not-so-hot Wi-Fi chip Uh, In the Nintendo Switch, at least that's what people have complained about. A lot of people have said that the Wi-Fi chip in the Nintendo Switch is garbage. I don't know if that's true, and I don't know if they know if that's true. It could just be anecdotal evidence based on they were playing a game with somebody who had a bad connection, uh, and then they're blaming it on the Wi-Fi chip. No way for us to really... Well, okay, I'm sure that there is a way for uh, people to know, but I personally don't know if the Wi-Fi chip in the Nintendo Switch is really bad. But I wasn't noticing any latency. The game didn't look great, but I don't know if that has to do with the game or the fact that it was streaming. I'm really not sure. Either way, the, the developer came out and said that this would not have happened without streaming. They would not have been able to port control to the Nintendo Switch without streaming. And the company that did the streaming, whose name I have forgotten, uh, I saw this article earlier and I, I, I read through it real quick, but I forgot to uh, bookmark it and I can't find it now. Um, they've said that they are interested in bringing more games to the Nintendo Switch. So the Nintendo Switch... Has a, has a possibility of running some of these games that we've said before will never happen. And that's really, really interesting, especially with the uh, the new consoles coming, with the new Xbox and the new PlayStation uh, here, essentially. With those systems now here, there's going to be games that are going to be made for those systems, and there is absolutely 100% zero chance of some of those games running on the Nintendo Switch the power difference between the two uh the the, the 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 delta between the two is just it's it's a it might as well be the grand canyon right and sure evil Knievel might jump over the grand canyon but i don't know if developers are going to be able to port these games to Nintendo Switch but that's where streaming comes in and I think that that's really interesting, especially because that also means that these games don't take up any room on your hard drive. Like they just, they don't take up lots of room on your hard drive. Why? Because they're installed on the server. They're not installed on your Nintendo Switch. The, the only thing that's installed on your Nintendo Switch is a thin client, which takes seconds to download and it has a tiny little footprint on that 32 gigabytes of uh, storage space that comes with the Nintendo Switch. Very, very interesting. So, of course, you know, if I, if I were talking about this on StadiaCast, which I'm sure that I will, um, what the people in my live chat at that point would say is, do I think that we could see Stadia or xCloud or Amazon Luna or other streaming services on Nintendo Switch. I think it's possible. It's possible in the same way that it's possible on, say, iOS. Now, on iOS, those things will only be able to be done through a a web browser, but the Switch doesn't have a web browser. But what I foresee happening is if people, if if these developers want to get their games onto the Nintendo Switch and they want to do it in a stream way, is they'll just sell their game as a thin client that has access to only that game. So maybe, uh, maybe Larian Studios, uh, which are the people who are making Baldur's Gate 3, which is an awesome game, by the way, uh, maybe they'll sell it on Nintendo Switch as a Stadia, uh, it, like they're just going to put a wrapper around Stadia uh, as a web page, and when you start it up, it can only access that one game. Is that a possibility? I think it is. Will Google let that happen? I don't know. Will Nintendo let that happen? I don't know. That's a really, really interesting uh, question and cloud streaming uh, your games could really change things up for the Nintendo switch and it may invalidate the need for the switch pro that everybody has been waiting for, especially with the with the uh, appearance of the new consoles. All right, I'm looking at the time code now, and I'm starting to think it might not be a short episode. Stick around, I'll be right back. I'm not going to spend very long talking about this. I think I actually mentioned it in a previous episode. I played the demo for Pikmin 3. It's a great game. I don't know if I'm going to pick the game up. It came out today, so it is now available for people to uh, pick that game up if you want. But I'm I'm just not interested, I don't think. When I was watching them play it on the Treehouse event, it looked like when I was watching it, I would thought to myself, oh my god, this would be so fun to sit down and play uh, you know, with my wife. But then I played the demo, and I was just kind of bored. And I'm not sure if it's because I had already played the game when it was on the Wii U, or if that style of game just isn't as appealing to me as it used to be. I don't have an answer. Uh, the gameplay is great, and it you know it if you like pikmin you're going to like this i'm starting to think that maybe and this is weird to me but maybe i just don't like pikmin anymore it's funny uh, i saw a uh, tweet the other day it was a uh, it was a poll it wasn't for me it was from somebody else and um, they said which do you think is going to come out first half-life 3 pikmin 4 And then there was a third choice, and I can't remember what it was, but it was the most ridiculous thing ever. And I chose the most ridiculous thing ever, whatever it was. I can't remember. Uh, But uh, a whole lot of people said that uh, Pikmin 4 was going to come out before Half-Life 3. Now, do I agree with that? Yeah, I probably do. Uh, But I also... Like, it's kind of weird... Um, Nintendo has this, this event, this Nintendo Direct, the day before Pikmin comes out. And like they, they don't spend any time talking about Pikmin. They give us demos for Control, which, uh, you know, the first streaming game outside of Japan on the Nintendo Switch, which by the way. Uh, I know I, I talked about this in the previous uh, segment, but I'm going to have the segments bleed together a little bit. Just so everybody's aware, I'm not sure if you know, um, Nintendo Switch has been streaming games since the beginning, basically. Uh, since the first year with games like Resident Evil 7 and Fantasy uh, Star Online 2. Uh, those have both been streamable games on Nintendo Switch. Uh, this is the first time... Uh, with Control and Hitman 3, that that has been done outside of Japan. Uh, anyway, uh, I don't know how I got onto that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I was talking about, you know, Pikmin 3 is about to come out, and they drop all of these, they they drop these two demos um, for everybody to try out. Why would you do that the day before Pikmin 3 is supposed to come out? Like, that is a great way to kill people's interest in that game. And I saw saw somebody ask about that, and people replied that Nintendo doesn't want to make Pikmin 4, so they're trying to make sure that nobody plays Pikmin 3, which I thought that was kind of funny. All right, let's move on and talk about the demo that I was most excited about. Yeah, if you've been listening to the show for the last couple of months, then you know that I've been very much looking forward to uh, Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. And I've played a bunch of the demo. Well, a bunch is stretching it. I've played a few missions of the demo. If you don't like Hyrule Warriors, uh, if you don't like Musou games, you're not going to like this game. I knew that going in. Guess what? I'm a fan of Musou games. I really enjoyed Hyrule Warriors, the original one. Well, the deluxe edition that came out on the Nintendo Switch, which is a combination of the content that was on the 3DS and the content that was on the Wii U. I thought that game was great. I really enjoyed Fire Emblem Warriors. Those are the only two Musou games that I've played, but I had a lot of fun with both of them. So when I saw that Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity was coming, I was like, "Hell yes, sign me up. This is going to be awesome." And as somebody who is a fan of the Musou genre, <clears throat> I am I'm enjoying Hyrule Warriors. It is not a huge surprise to me. I'm having fun with it. That being said, um <laughs> there's definitely some problems with this. Man, oh man, the frame rate is terrible. I I, I saw a couple of different uh, places where they were doing frame rate tests and I don't particularly care about that stuff, but I was just curious because I knew that I needed to talk about it because I even, look, look I promise, I'm gonna finish a sentence at some point. Uh, myself, for me, I'm bad at noticing crappy frame rate. If I notice that a game has some framiness to it, that means it's real bad. And with this game, I noticed. I was like, oh, that's that's not good. It's not terrible. I mean, okay, there's a lot of people who would say that it's terrible. But it's certainly playable, is what I would say. Um, And so I saw a couple of different uh, frame rate tests that people had done on Hyrule Warriors. More power to those people. I have no interest in doing that. That that sounds like a lot of work, and uh, I'm not interested in that. But I saw a couple of them, and it just, even like in an empty field, they were having trouble hitting 30 frames per second. It was like at 20-something, and then when the combat started happening and you know all of these enemies start flying around, the frame rate takes a big hit. Now, I am uh, a big proponent of saying... Just give me a stable frame rate. I don't care what the frame rate is as long as it's always the same. Um, and so we, like most of the time, you get two frame rates that people talk about, at least right now. You know, with the new consoles coming, we're going to have 120 to talk about as well. But right now, there's two frame rates that people really talk about, 30 frames per second and 60 frames per second. And I'm always somebody who says, I would rather have a stable frame 30 frames per second, then hit 60 frames per second, but only every once in a while and have it dropping all over the place because that makes it a little less playable. They didn't hit either of those goals. They they didn't hit 30 frames per second, and they don't have a stable frame rate with this game, which is really, really too bad. Now, I've seen people complain about games from Koei Tecmo before, especially the Musou genre, that they kind of do lazy stuff. And and I don't know if this is verified or not, but I've read that people are saying that when you are playing in handheld, it's 1080p just downscaled to 720p rather than having a different resolution. Uh, I guess I should explain how this works. So... If I render a game at uh, 720p, that's 720 pixels from the top of the screen to the bottom of the screen, okay? So like the vertical, if I count the number of pixels, that's how many. If I render a game at that resolution, it takes a lot less power than rendering a game at 1080p. So rather than have a different profile where it detects, oh, you've undocked the Nintendo Switch... Let me do that, uh, I'll render the game at 720p because it's a 720p screen. I'll render the game at a lower resolution. Therefore, being able to handle a higher frame rate, they chose not to do that. They said, oh, we'll just <laughs> we'll just take the picture and shrink it a little. Uh, and like just just imagine that you opened up like Microsoft Paint and you paste in a picture in there and then you just grab the picture and shrink it down that's not going to look nearly as good as if you just took a picture at a lower resolution then and, and and that's what they're doing and and that's the reason that some people are saying that the frame rate's not so great when it's undocked because they're they're like the the system is um, Oh, what's the word that I'm trying to think of? Uh, the system kind of throttles itself when you unplug it. That way it doesn't chew up the battery and spit it out. And um, so the system is throttling itself. But instead of lowering the resolution to maintain the frame rate, they're just saying, well, we'll just do the best we can do. And that seems bad and that seems lazy and that bugs me and I don't like that. Um, and I've never been a graphics snob. I've never been a frame rate snob as long as the game's playable now to me the game is absolutely playable now I have not I have not played the game in uh multiplayer because you can do split screen multiplayer where you know somebody is playing as another character and you're both on the same battlefield at the same time and now you're splitting the screen in half and you're rendering everything twice that's definitely going to take a hit with the frame rate and the resolution and all that stuff. Uh, And I've heard bad things about how the game is running when you uh, go split screen, which is too bad. The game has three weeks to come out. I would be ridiculously surprised, (laughs) ridiculously surprised if they are able to fix this before the game comes out. But here's the question, does it need to be fixed? I don't know. This isn't the kind of game where having a super uh, smooth frame rate is really important. It's nice, and it would be better if it were, but this isn't that kind of game. This is not like a first-person shooter where accuracy is is super, super important. Uh, You click in the right stick to lock onto the big target. You are swinging a sword around and hitting 30 Moblins at a time, or Bokoblins would be the correct term. Uh, you're, you're hitting tons and tons of enemies all at once. Accuracy is not that important when it comes to this kind of game. So Having a crappy frame rate, in my opinion, while not awesome, is really not that big a deal. And I can forgive it. Am I still going to pick up Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity? Yeah, I think so. Because I want to find out, A, I want to find out what's going on with this little um, little robot. Um, time travel? Hell yes. Um, I want to know what happened 100 years ago. You know, the king said, you are now ready to find out what happened 100 years ago. I want to find out what happened. I am looking forward to playing as these characters, which, by the way, I'm not going to tell you, but because uh, I don't know. I, I refuse to look. But the entire playable character roster has been data mined. Uh, so if you want to know that stuff, uh, you can find that stuff out. But I'm not going to tell you about it on the show because I don't want to know. I want to be surprised to find out that I'm going to get to play as... I I don't know, uh, a gold bookoblin, And I'm just making that up. I have no idea if you can play as a gold bookoblin, but wouldn't it be cool if you could? (laughs) Uh, Anyway, that game looks, er, or is a lot of fun. Uh, I, you know, I was listening to some members of my community. They were talking about it and they were like, I don't like the the combat. It feels very samey. And what I would say is early on in the game, you're going to do everything the same way most of the time. But as you unlock more characters, those characters are going to play differently. It was really cool. Um, I played as Impa for a little bit. And uh, the way that Impa plays, she's she's like each character has a thing that they can do when they hit their right trigger. Um, you can hit the right trigger and she basically makes like these copies of herself uh, that then it may, that then attack when she attacks, which was kind of cool. But then you can absorb them all by pressing, I believe it was the X button, and then do a big attack with all of those uh, copies of you at the same time, which is really cool. Uh, so far, I've played as Link and Impa and Zelda. I think that's it. Uh, I, I've been very busy this week, so I'm not sure if I played it as anybody else. But I'm having fun with it. I can't wait to play more of it. Frame rate issues are not that big of a deal in a game like this. Now, if we're talking about Overwatch, that's a problem. If we're talking about a shooter like that, that's a problem. But for a a Musou game, it doesn't really matter. It's going to be okay. Uh, I think some people, and maybe not you, but some people just aren't happy unless they're unhappy. Uh, Anyway, let's move on. I'm Bill. It's going to be a short episode. <laughs> Will you never learn, you idiot? My goodness. Every single time that I say it's going to be a short episode, I just talk and I talk and I talk. I don't know why you guys listen, but some of you do. And some of you, you guys like listening to this show so much that you support over on Patreon. And I have to say thank you uh, to those of you that do. I really do appreciate it. I appreciate everybody who listens to the show. I think it's crazy that you guys listen to the show. But for the people who go above and beyond and support the show uh, monetarily by joining over at patreon.com slash run, stomp, you guys are amazing. Uh, so thank you. Maybe you joined at the Buck a Month Club just because you didn't want to hear those stupid ads anymore. Cool. Maybe you joined at the Early Access Club so that you could get these episodes as soon as I'm done with them. Or maybe you decided you wanted to be a producer like Matt Hadfield, John Eisenmeger, Bowser, Travis McGuire, Joycephine, and and one more to six hundred. That's Sean. Uh, changes his name all the time. Uh, and I also want to say, um, if you're listening to this right now, you I believe you've got one more day to uh, jump in there and and, and uh, pledge uh, to a year over on Patreon, and that way you get two free months, one more day, all right, I'm going to turn that off tomorrow, Saturday, probably, I'll probably do that on Sunday, uh, give everybody the whole day tomorrow to do that, uh, but I just had somebody, we, we had like five or six people that pledged for the year, somebody did yesterday, uh, which reminded me of it, Uh, So thank you guys for pledging for the whole year. Those people are getting two months for nothing. So I really do appreciate it. And uh, you guys are awesome. And by the way, uh, there are certain tiers over on Patreon that get stickers. They get mugs. They get uh, hoodies. So make sure that you check it out. Patreon.com slash Jump. I'm out of here. I hope you guys have a great day. Please remember to check out 143 Pixels. Please remember to check out StadiaCast. Please remember to watch a scary movie on Halloween. I don't know what movie. Maybe uh, the original Super Mario Brothers movie. That's pretty scary. I'm out of here. You guys have an awesome day.